What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of Bernie Talk. So how's everybody going? Let's get right into it with the elephant in the room. Chelsea and who is going to be their new owner? So let's get into this right now. So right now, Chelsea seemed to be in such a huge mess. Uh, Abramovich is getting run out of town. He's got everything frozen. Uh, you know, they don't know how they're getting to games. Uh, you know, the, I'm, I've been seeing that players are uh, saying that they, they don't mind paying their own way. It's like Sunday, Sunday league games almost at this point. Um, you know, they, they're, they're asking for behind closed door games because they can't sell tickets. They can't get tickets to give to, uh, you know, fans, you know, their Middlesbrough game, they asked in an away game to be uh, behind closed doors. I know Middlesbrough uh, laughed at that. So what are they going to do? I know they're kicking around a bunch of ideas. They're talking about that there's some owners from America that want to take over. Not really sure which of the guys. I, I think, um, you know, they said uh, a Saudi Arabian was looking into it, a couple of English guys. But let's just be honest. Chelsea fans have been living in like a dream world for the past 20 or so years. Uh, no owner is going to do what Abramovich did. He came in and basically went insane buying players. Uh, you know, so many guys he brought in like that first year, like just to almost redo the whole team. You know, then he brought in Mourinho. And, you know, if there was a guy that was injured or he was away or whatever it was, they went out and bought a, uh, you know, uh, in, in, international, like I remember uh, there was a midfielder that was out like early on and they went and bought a Portuguese international. You know, uh, I remember um, the Cundi, Jason Cundi was talking about, oh, wh what kind of, uh, you know, um, fourth string international goalkeeper should we get? Uh, would Messi play? Could we use him on the bench? You know, all sorts of things like this, you know. I don't think that they're going to be able to do this moving forward with whoever the new owner is because Abramovich had, like, disposable money. Whoever's coming in here is going to be spending, like, $3 billion. And uh, I don't see them going crazy buying guys like this past year. They brought in, or excuse me, two years ago, they brought in two German internationals. They didn't really pan out, uh, you know, and then they bring in Lukaku. He's not really panning out. So, you know, if this was Abramovich in charge, he'd just go get somebody else. You know, years passed, they brought in Shevchenko. Didn't work, that's all right. Brought in Torres. Uh, didn't work, that's okay, who cares? You know, so they're bringing in these guys. It doesn't work, they go get somebody else. If that doesn't work, they go get somebody else. I don't even know how many guys they have on their roster, how many guys are out on loan. I see, come, moving forward, there could be some serious issues there. Like, I could see, you know, a, a thing of that, you know, they're stuck with a lot of these guys. Look, I could be wrong. You know, there could be an owner that comes in and he's just going to be just as crazy spending money the way Abramovich did. But I, I don't think so. Not for the amount of money they're going to have to pay. And like I said, there's a bunch of guys there that are going to be leaving. You know, Ashley Quaita, uh, Rudiger, just, uh, just off the top of my head. And then you're going to get you got Havertz. You have uh, Werner. You know, you have Lukaku, guys that, you know, are in, out, you know, cost a lot of money and who's going to spend that kind of money on those types of guys when Chelsea, when they know Chelsea's right now is in a bit of trouble because of the ownership and everything like that. So 
either they're going to have to take huge losses, which then will also play on the new owner's brain, or they're just going to be stuck with these guys and they're not going to go and spend in a hundred million pounds on some, you know, some other center forward when they already have three sitting right there, you know, and then you have guys in the midfield that maybe didn't pan out as much as they should have, uh, you know, uh, they spend seventy million on a on a backup goalie now, and they have another goalkeeper, so they got two now. That's like you know would cost world record fees for anybody else. So really, you're gonna th- you got to think about who are they going to get as their owner, and how much are they going to spend? Are they going to be keeping on par with all these other teams? Yes, I know United's struggling, but they're you know they have the money, the the sponsorships, you know things like that. City. They have just of, um, you know, let's just say sort of owner as Chelsea did. Um, You know, Liverpool, they're winning, so they have some money, but they don't spend crazy. They somehow, you know, get players on. Okay, let's let's just be honest. They have spent a ton, but, um, you know, not 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 maybe the same as a city, but they spend tons. So they're another team that's spending money. You know, Arsenal, they don't spend, so, you know, you don't think they're going to be in there. But if they want to keep up with, like, the big, big clubs in England, they're going to have to spend a ton of money. And will the new owners be willing to do that when they are paying something like $3 billion for for a team? I don't know. And, again, they got a lot of dead weight there, you know, that they don't really care about. They're, you know, they're, they're, they're shipping out guys on loan all over the place. They're going to have to bring those guys back. So you're going to have a big ton of money wrapped up in players. And then you have the, uh, the uh, manager, Tuchel. Now, let's just be honest. He didn't go there because he loves Chelsea. As much as all the Chelsea fans are running around to every camera that's on them that – he would never leave. He loves Chelsea. He went there. First of all, you know, he was at PSG. So that'll give you some sort of idea of what kind of guy this is. Like, he will just go there because, what, they gave him a big, huge paycheck. You know, it's a, the French League isn't a great league, and he went there. Chelsea offered him a ton of money. He went there. Now, is he going to go there when the owner that gave him all that money is gone and they're going to renegotiate his contract and it's not going to be as much? I don't think so. Where is he going to go? I don't know. People have said United. I mean, that could be an interesting thing. But, of course, all the Chelsea fans think, no way. He loves Chelsea. No, he loved Abramovich. He loved Abramovich's money. So if United come in with more money, he'll probably go to United. Same with Rudiger. Rudiger's on a free. I know tons of teams are going after him. I'm sure United are one of them. Whoever's going to give him the most money, will that be Chelsea? Probably not now that they got all these issues because they're still unsure of who the owner is. So right now, you can see a lot of issues going on there. Although they haven't been punished as other teams that have come into financial problems been punished in the past. So that, in a way, I don't feel is fair to these other teams. But they have been punished in the fact of that no more fans. You know, the fans are kind of like locked out, so to speak, because they can't get any more tickets unless they had them, I guess, from past, like before this all went down. Their transportation is all over the place. They don't even know how they're going to get places. They're going to take Ubers, although they couldn't probably afford an Uber. So I don't know how they're getting to games. You know, I know the players are saying that they'll, they'll pay for some of it. You know, and then the sponsor, three, that, that, that's left them. So they're, they, uh, it hasn't been taken off their shirt yet, but as in like a connection to it, that's, that's over. 
So it's a very interesting time there, you know. So like I said, as when I started this, Chelsea fans and the club, before Abramovich came in, they were, you know, mid-level-ish team. I know they were in some trouble with the past owner, but, um, you know, financially, but they were a mid-level-ish team that would have won a cup here and there. I know they always gave United problems in the 90s for some reason. I don't know why. But they, they you know, they had... Um, you know, they had big name players that were that came, but they were kind of like at the end of their careers. You know, they wanted I guess they wanted to go to like a good place like London, you know, live in London, Chelsea, you know, good area, fun. You know, they were coming to the end. They wanted that one last like little paycheck, uh, you know, and have some fun while they were in like a big league that's on TV all over the world. So, you know, I could see where that was. But then they went on a whole different like kind of pattern when the when Abramovich came in and I don't think that they're going to keep that up when these new owners come in so it is interesting times at Chelsea and I will be looking forward to seeing what happens in the next few months and going into the next season so now uh, another topic that has kind of been driving me crazy a little bit and again like I go back I'm a United fan so this is a little bit about them as well so I see these pundits and like these reporters talk about why would anybody that's a great manager that's like, you know, well, well respected want to go to United? You know, they haven't won in X amount of years. They probably won't win in another good few years. Why would they want to go there? You know, because when when a big manager comes up, he wants to go to the great teams, you know, as they claim City and Liverpool and England, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Those are the teams they want to go to. Why would you, in your right mind, want to go to United? Well, let's hit it. Let's go this way. I was thinking about this. Guys like Jeremy Carragher, who basically, you know, everybody knows who he is. Just big mouth guy, Liverpool uh, ex-player. You know, he's talking about things like that. Well, I'll put it to him this way. Liverpool had been brutal since 1990-ish. You know, they hadn't won any, any league in about 30 years, Okay. Uh, up until recently, even when, you know, even up until the last, like, you know, until the, the last couple of years when they won the one league, which is basically still only one league. They're claiming they're their great team, but it's only one league. How do, they claim Klopp is the greatest manager uh, in the world or one or one of the two or whatever you want to consider him. So how did Liverpool get him? They were brutal. 30 years. And they got him. He's the greatest, but... They weren't great, but again, Liverpool's, uh, Liverpool uh, look at things in a whole different way. They were great even when they were not, which is, you know, for a long, long time. So United for eight years can't attract a great manager because they've been not great for eight years, but Liverpool can attract whoever they want, even though they've been basically ir irrelevant for 30 years. So... We can go like that. Now, who could be the new manager? I mean, I know Rangnick is wanting to be the new manager, but will he get it? I don't think so. I really don't think so, because we'll get into that a little bit later with the Champions League and everything like that. I know, uh, you know, the, the big one is the Ajax manager and also Pochettino. Now, have, would either of them be somebody that I would get excited about? Mm, I mean... The Ajax manager, I mean, I guess he's been doing good. He got them to, I guess, the semifinal of the Champions League one year. But uh, again, 
you're taking a risk because they don't really have that competition in the league. And, you know, Champions League is really a big cup competition. So, you know, you get on a good run, get a good draw, and all of a sudden you're in the final. Uh, Pochettino. Pochettino, as everybody heard on my last podcast, they basically bombed out of the Champions League. You know, I guess they're doing well in France, but, you know, he didn't do anything at Spurs. Would he be somebody that, you know, I'd want to uh, have at United? Mm, I mean, not really sure because they've gone with the unproven and it didn't work. You know, and then they've talked about, um, you know, now the big one is Tuchel. Will Tuchel be at United? Uh, that's a possibility. I mean, he's he's doing well at Chelsea. He's won the Champions League. Again, he came from France, but he's proved a bit in, uh, in England. I guess he won the Champions League. Hasn't done anything else. He's in third place right now. So would he be a guy? Possibly. You know what I mean? I mean, would I want him? Still not really sure. Uh, you know, I think I brought up in past podcasts uh, Simeone. I mean, he's a guy you could think about, but... Very defensive, um, you know, people, would people want him? They'd say, oh, that's not the United way to do things. Uh, but, you know, United way to do things is to win something, you know. So let's just be honest. Could he be a guy that could come in? Possibly. I also think a guy like Ancelotti. Ancelotti has been around a while. I know he's at Madrid. Would he want to leave? I don't know. But, you know, with Madrid, you know, he might get fired next week for all we know. But he'd be a guy that's stable, He's dealt with big-time players. I think he'd be a guy who's been around a while. Like, he's almost a little throwback to Ferguson, where that is, like, he's been around from that time. He's not, you know, like, so he's not, like, the modern-ish type of guy, which I know everybody wants to run to all the time. Oh, I want a modern manager, modern manager. Sometimes an Ancelotti who's a little bit of a throwback is the guy you want, but he can he can deal with the new, but he still has a lot of the... Uh, other other way of thinking as well so uh, he'd be a good one I think so there's a lot of guys out there that they could go after but this one has got to be a good decision because they've been all over the place like they've just just like basically scattershot trying to get managers because every guy they've gotten has got has been a different type of manager you know so there's been no rhythm to anything but whoever is the new guy that comes in is definitely going to have to do a big clearinghouse of these types of players that are there, like Maguire, Rashford, uh, Lindelof, uh, Lingard, uh, you know, trying to think, uh, Shaw, Wambasaka, all these guys, Rashford, I think I had said him, they have to go. Like, they've been around too long, they've showed nothing. And I think they're just basically a bunch of brats just hanging around because they're at the cool guy table and they're getting treated like kings. And, you know, they, 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 they don't put in the effort. There's no fear factor there that they, that they may, you know, just get dropped and not be seen again. They know they're going to be back in. You know, look at McGuire. McGuire's the captain. He's brutal. He'd be, he'd be lucky if he wasn't, like, playing at United. He'd be playing in, like, a fourth division team. I think Leicester must be laughing about how much money United spent on him. Same with Juan Basaka. Juan Basaka, 50-something million for him. He can't kick a ball. Forget cross the ball. He can't kick a ball. Shaw, you don't know if he's going to be thin, not thin, ready to go, not ready to go, injured, not injured. Rashford is just sulking all over the place, you know. There's like a handful of guys there that I would keep. You know, I'd like to see a Rudiger Varane 
uh, partnership. I think that'd be really, really good. Um, you know, I think um, Ronaldo still keep him. I know everybody's down on him, but we'll get into that in a minute. Uh, you know, Sancho still some time with him. So, but De Gea, you know, there's not a lot of guys in there that you know that you know Bruno. Obviously, I know Pogba looks like he's leaving, but I mean, you don't know what you're getting from him. He's good one day, he's not good next week, next week after that. I don't know where he is. So we'll see. We'll see what they do. But definitely, the new manager is going to have definitely clean house and then reestablish. Just a team. I know you can't get rid of anybody, everybody, which I'd like to, mostly everybody. But I know you, that's not reasonable. You can't really do that. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he's going to do. Now, just a little bit. Uh, I didn't get to, uh, because I didn't, get, I didn't do a podcast right after um, the game. But, you know, everybody wrote off Ronaldo. Ronaldo's finished. He doesn't score goals anymore. You know, this, that, and the other. Now, came the weekend. And Spurs, hat trick. You know what I mean? And it wasn't just some clumsy, like, falling over the ball hat trick. You know, he blasted one into the corner for the first one. Right place, right time for the cross for the tap-in on the second one. And the winner was the header that he got over uh, the Spurs defender to score off the corner. Now, you know, for anybody to say he's finished... He came to England, you know, I mean, you could argue Messi went to France, you know, he's kind of struggling, you know, I know he got booed the other day, but Ronaldo came to England and is basically one of the top scorers in the league. Now, all these uh, smarter than thou guys that are running all over the place on TV, ex-players, whoever it is, whether it's, uh, you know, Kundi or O'Hara you know, these guys who are just, they just think they're too clever. They think they're clever, more clever than you, more clever than me. And, you know, they're just uh, geniuses. You know, they're just talking about how, oh, he's no good. He, he should just, they should just get rid of them. If I'm going to have a guy that at any time you're going, this guy's going to score a hat trick. He's on the field for me. I don't care. Anybody could, you know, you want to you wanna message or whatever me and say I'm wrong. That's fine. Your opinion, just like this is mine. But however, he's better than 95% of anybody in the league. And this is people claiming he's finished. He's still better than 95% of the people in the league trying to score goals. You know, so, I mean, there's probably, I think maybe Salah's ahead of him. You know, maybe one other guy. But he's one of the top guys all uh, overall in goals for the league. And, you know, just in England in general. So all these genius reporters and ex-players and everybody who are so quick to look for the shiny new object, you know, you guys, are, they're like little kids. They always want, like, they got a toy. Oh, no, no, we don't like that. We want the newer toy. We want the newer toy. They want these young guys coming up, but yet the older guy, you know, the guy who they're writing off, who is finished, Ronaldo, give it up, just go, you know, why are you at United? Go play somewhere else. You're not any good. Still getting hat tricks. And these guys still try to write him off. Well, guess what, guys? He's not written off. He's still there. You know, and then finally, uh, last night, Champions League. What a disaster. I know I went on a little bit of a talk about Ronaldo scoring a hat trick, and I know he didn't score last night. But to me, I don't think he was the problem. I think he's the one guy that knew what was happening Everybody else just kind of was just like they looked immature, they looked unsure, 
they just were just like not there. You know, uh, you know, everything Atletico did, they did with a purpose. They did to try to antagonize United. They tried to waste the time, break up the play, get them aggravated, and it worked. Now, with that being said, what I think should have been done is they should have known that was coming. This goes back to the maturity. They should have known what was coming and fought the bully before the bully started a fight. What I mean by that is they should have gone into the game and just basically went at them. You're going to do that? Watch this. And they just should have gone at them right away. They should have been the first to foul. You know, make a statement. Knock one of them down. You know, don't let those guys dictate who's going to get fouled. Because, you know, that type of person on those types of teams, they'll foul you and then complain that, they, that, the, that the guy didn't fall down good enough or something like that. United should have went in and every time and just done the same thing, antagonize them. Because somebody that's the antagonizer, like Atletico were, they don't like getting antagonized and they would have lost their cool. You know, instead, United lost their cool, you know, started going, getting out of control, you know, didn't keep their heads into it. Ronaldo did. Everybody else was running around crazy. You know, uh, um, uh, Simeone was like trying to, you know, he was trying, he was basically dictating what was happening from the sideline, you know, and that goes back to a strong manager. When a strong manager sees that the other manager is trying to dictate what's going on and control the narrative on from the sideline, they have to go in there and break that up and take back control from the manager. And again, he was the away manager. The home manager should have been dictating that, getting the fourth official to see what he was doing, getting the manager, or excuse me, getting the uh, referee to react to things instead of him getting dictated to by the Atletico players. Now, with that being said, also, I think UEFA have to do a way better job in uh, getting referees uh, that are up to the task of games like this. Anybody that was anybody would have known that the United Atletico game would have not been a game that shouldn't have been controlled. You have Simeone, you have United, the occasional Trafford, everything like that. The referee was over his head. He, he lost control. There was no control. He was just letting Atletico dictate the, the whole scene, everything that was happening. You know, they, uh, there, should, there could have been a penalty, but it wasn't called. There could have been a foul on Elanga that wasn't called. You know, the, basically the, the Atletico guys, when they had to go off, were doing what they wanted to do to waste more time. You know, so with that, you can't have a referee in there that's not going to control the situation. You need a referee that's going to be strong, that's going to not deal with any of the BS, that's just going to control the whole thing so there can't be all these breaks up of play. Now, again, with that being said, United were terrible. This goes back to what I was saying. They're, they're not a team right now. There's like They got a couple of good players, and everybody else is like basically baggage. You know, just it's not a good, it's not a good situation right now. They're, they definitely need to overhaul that and get, a rid of, get rid of a lot of these guys that have been just been hanging on, looking for another paycheck and, uh, you know, just bringing the team down because they, they aren't great, but they are better than what they show. They're not, they're not this bad. So 
I think that there's going to be a lot of stuff happening during the summer, which I hope anyway, because now they're basically uh, trophyless again another year. You know, they're out of the Champions League, out of the FA Cup, out of the uh, League Cup, our Carabao Cup. They're, they're out of everything, and they're now trying to fight for fourth place. Now, if they get fourth place, again, I'll be happy because I'll be in the Champions League, but if they get fourth place, I don't know what that says about the Premier League because they are horrendous. So if either Arsenal, Spurs, I'll throw West Ham in there, which I think they're not going to get in there. But So let's just say one of those three, more likely Arsenal or Spurs. If one of those two teams can't, can't finish above United in fourth place, that league, I don't know. Like, they claim to be so great. Nah. If a team as bad as United, who are all over the place, so inconsistent, get into the Champions League, then there's some serious issues. So, with all that, until next time, we'll be seeing what's going on in England, I'll leave, or Europe as well, Italy, Spain. You know, we'll bring some of that in for the next one so we're not just uh, laser-focused on, uh, you know, one specific place. You know, and then uh, we'll think of some other places too. And, uh, you know, we'll be setting up some uh, social media pages so everybody can comment in. Uh, you know, you can yell at me if you didn't like it. You can give me thumbs up if you liked it. Or uh, just give me some suggestions on what should be a new show. I'll, uh, I'll put that, I'll, I'll, I'll tell everybody what the name of all that is next time. We are on, so until then, this is Bernie Talk.